Welcome back to the Make It Count podcast. I'm Marcus Meir, founder of Meir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. And I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. Today, talking about cash flow. Cash flow. Yeah, we've talked a little bit about cash flow in terms of like getting paid faster and things like that. But today I want to talk about, we'll, we'll cover that as yeah. well. But what are some other factors in terms of like if you're trying to make sure you're maximizing your cash flow, what are some other things you need to understand, do? Yeah, one. Uh, how, whatever. What are the influences? What can you do? What can. Yeah, cash flow's got a lot of moving parts to it. But what I would say at its very core, which you and I have talked about this, some of the things you've done in some of your businesses, which a lot of people do is, you know, you're, you know, people talk about profitability and they talk about how well they're doing and taxes. But the biggest thing people talk about in my mind when, when I'm dealing with businesses is their cash flow. And so you guys used to do a really good job of projecting out, right? Hey, this is this is the amount of cash we have now. This is how much, and and you put a you put a time frame on it, right? Three mm-hmm. weeks, six weeks, a month, too much. Name right. your time frame. But this is what we expect to collect. This is what we expect to pay out. That's it at its very essence. What's coming in? What's going out? Starting with a balance. Add those two together. Mm-hmm. You get what you have at the end. Right. But I think what people need to understand is the way your financial statements play into that. So you've got so cash flow. You've got a very simplistic way. It, but it presupposes you need to understand, or you presuppose that you do understand, what are your recurring outflows, right? So what are your common outflows? Like, we have rent every month, we have utilities, we have payroll. Like, can you put your finger on what those look like in a, in a number? Uh, and then can you also estimate the things that maybe are variable? Mm-hmm. And that's, at, the, at a first glance, like, that then plus all of your debt payments and that sort of thing. And so the way it gets tricky is certain things are on the balance sheet, i.e. when you pay your debt, your principal you pay down is a reduction of your liabilities on your balance sheet, but the interest portions on your P&L. So I know. Already lost me because I'm coming from like a spreadsheet where I've got each week and I can literally, I mean, it's like projected income, projected out, you know. That's fine. And that that determines sort of this cash flow projection. Correct. So my point is, I guess what I'm I'm kind of merging two concepts here. That's very that's fine. You need to understand at a glance what do I normally have going out, what do I normally have coming in for the period I'm trying to measure cash flow. But the second thing, so that may show a cash flow deficit, which may not mean you're losing money. It may just mean that. You have an issue with collections that you need to get some uh, debt financing or you need to bring in some financing to, to bridge the gap. Because I could give you a scenario where perfect scenario would be, hey, g- this customer takes 60 to 90 days to pay us, but we have to pay our subcontractors and our payroll within 30 days. Well, in that scenario, you might have made money, right? Meaning you build them more than the expenses it took to perform the service. Right. And but in your cash flow, that's going to show up as like, man, in the first thirty days, I don't have any income, but the first thirty days, I have expenses. So under that premise, you'd have a negative cash flow. Mm-hmm. Does it mean you're doing bad? Right. Well, it, it could mean that you should collect money up front. You should align your payments to your subcontractors when you get paid. But in the in the traditional way of things, most people bill a, a client, collect later, and pay their people first. Sure. So my point to that is, you have to understand profitability to know if you're borrowing 
really to meet short-term obligations, but that you are profitable. And so if you're profitable, then you will be able to pay the money back, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're making more than you're spending. Right. So I guess that's my thoughts are you just have to understand that a very simplistic method, like you said, starting cash balance, what are we going to take in? What are we going to spend? That's a very simple cash flow forecast. Um, that ends up with a number. Hopefully it's positive. <laughs> um, but if it's not, I wouldn't be too alarmed. You just need to understand why it's not positive, right? Is it because of people slow paying you? Is it because of your collection cycle? Is it you have the wrong type of clients that ultimately won't be profitable because you can't collect? Like Mm -hmm. lots of factors, which I think get, I keep hammering on this point about collecting, but I think when you ultimately drill down in cash flow, if you're a profitable company, meaning your P&L shows you're you're making money, but your cash flow is an issue, Generally speaking, it's a collections or sales cycle problem. Gotcha. So what are you looking at in the P&L? Is it just, and you, you mentioned your P&L and your um, balance sheet. Balance sheet. Yeah. What, what are we looking for? Okay, so your P&L would be where it's, gonna, it's going to tell you your recurring expenses, right? So your income, obviously, but, but if we're drilling down on cash flow, we want to know, like, what are we going to have going out? The rent, the utilities, the payroll, the contract labor, the name your thing. But also, like I said, the balance sheet, the balance sheet has some things on it that affects cash flow. So PL, you just want to know, okay, I'm profitable, makes sense. Gotta get mm-hmm. ultimately, even if somebody short took a long time to pay us, at the end of the day, we'll have more money coming in than we spent. Yeah, the if math we're profitable, gonna, the, the math, math will is, prevail. Right. Um, but you but you definitely need to understand that. Why? If, you, if you survive that long, that's right. Well, <laughs> right. that's when you—that's when you need to work with somebody and say, "Well, in 30 days, we're not—we don't have zero. You know, the cash flow's negative. But in 90, when they do pay us, ultimately it, it turns positive. Mm-hmm. That would then be the point where we're injecting money with debt or equity makes sense, right? Because it's just a short-term fix. Um, but my point was, you need to understand that there are certain things about your cash flow that are on your balance sheet. So, like when you pay your debts down, the interest portion is on the P and L. But the liability portion, the principal payment. Yeah, and we've talked about that, yeah. how I've said that seems like a mistake. Tyler is, yeah, I think you've petitioned the, uh, <laughs> the Accounting Association of America. Uh, yeah, right. They don't, yeah, the new, the newly elected body you've created. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what are you a part of? What did I? Um, AICPA, okay. begrudgingly. Yeah. Yeah. It All seems right. like they try to sell us more than they try to help us, but that's oh, a whole dang. different. Another podcast. That's a whole other a podcast. take on, um, <laughs> what is it, the a- AI? AI. Well, the AI funny CPA. story about the AICPA used to be the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants. Mm-hmm. In the dead of night, it seems like, like back room, smoke filled, they changed it to the Association of International Certified Professional Accountants. Was a real maverick on the, on the board know, or man. something? I don't know, man. I'm telling I mean, you, what something. What was the point of that? I have no clue. But AI, they, but they conveniently left the acronym the same. Yeah. So anyway, um, where were we? What were we talking about? I'm talking about <laughs> just the fact that your debt is yeah. not on the P and L. Right. Yeah. So it's just even though you're making monthly debt payments, correct? It's not going to show up on your P and L. Well, and if you think about it, it shouldn't because it's not an expense. When you borrowed the money, it wasn't income. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that's just a result of trying to just use your PL from cash flow management. Correct. You're going to be like, oh, okay, it's conveniently should be there. But, but yeah, why? Yeah, because yeah. lots of people say I'm profitable, but we have a cash flow crunch. Mm-hmm. And what I'm trying to get people to understand is that 
cash flow is a is a amalgamation, I guess, in a sense of things that hit your balance sheet and things that hit your PL, but they can somewhat be described in the method you used, which was hey, starting balance of cash, what's going to come in, what's going to go out, what's going out is inclusive of things that hit the balance sheet, mm-hmm. right? So like your distributions, maybe your owners take distributions. That's not an expense on your P&L, but it's certainly a, uh, a a reduction of your cash. That would need to be in that column of the outflows. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would need to understand, okay, if I'm profitable, are my distributions and my debt payments less than my profit? If they are, my profit yeah. will pay for them. Yeah. So that's why I keep going back to it's just good to have your P&L accurate. This seems like always a forward-thinking game, right? No question. Yeah. I mean, because I'm just thinking your scenario of like, all right, you might be profitable, but if you're on a net 90, yep. well, like you're screwed. I mean, you're yep. not, you're, if you don't pay your subcontractors or your employees in right. 30 days, it doesn't matter. Like you're, you're tanked. Right. You know what I mean? So like you don't need to be figuring that out retroactively. You need to know, okay, well, I need to go to the bank and show them, hey, I've got this order. Yeah. I get paid in 90 days. Correct. But I need uh, a bridge loan or whatever. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Because think about when people go on Shark Tank and they're like, I need the money to fulfill orders. They're not saying I'm not profitable. In fact, mm-hmm. that's the that's the claim they're making. They're mm-hmm. saying you should fund me because I'll be able to pay you back. How? Mm-hmm. Profits. Yeah. So – that's why I'm hitting on this point of you got to understand your accounting. Your accounting's got to be done right to know, can you pay the money back? Because mm. ultimately, what do you pay back anything with? Profits. Yeah. Now, usually, businesses have more than one problem. <laughs> right. It's usually never, oh, I'm a hundred, like everything's going great in my profitability. It's just a cash flow problem. It's usually right. little problems are smeared around everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So... Yeah, I don't know what the point of that was to just <laughs> just say well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, so no question. I mean, it, it just won't be that simple, I guess correct. is what I'm saying. Yeah, I would say that just have a good handle. I mean, having a good handle on your finances is you know, preeminent. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. that's probably the most thing that could sink your ship, right? But uh if you don't have a handle on them, but obviously there's other stuff going on in your business. Yeah, what are your um what are your thoughts on like software tools or I mean, I know we were just doing that in a spreadsheet. I know Zero's got some some stuff. Well, software tools become they make it they make it easier because they start to understand your data and be able to predict it, right? So your software can say, "Hey, I see in the last two months you've spent you know fifty thousand dollars on X, Y, and Z. Should we continue that trend? Like if they're doing a cash flow, it's kind of like, hey, we're predicting out you're going to have these same bills. Do you agree? So it just puts you one step ahead in terms of things you don't have to remember." Right, your your financial statements or your your accounting software like Zero has a short term cash flow feature, and it's going to start to project out for you, especially as it gets more and more data. So that's where it starts to help. Is that and there's more robust tools like, you know, Zero's cash flow tool allows you to say, well, yeah, my current pattern will continue, but I know at the sixty day mark I have a balloon payment on my debt. So, like, I can throw in these variables, right? I mean, so yeah. so you might be thinking doing your cash flow in the back of the envelope is good. And, like, you, the one you did, you, it, was, it worked for you guys. But the more complex you get, the more factors that come in. Software just becomes that bal- the, the point to, to start from that has your historical data that's starting to predict and then allows you to really focus on the nuances and then the one-offs, really. Like, mm-hmm. okay, 
I know this is this this tends to be how we how it works like right now we're in May. Okay, June, July, August tend to go like this. But I know we have this coming up. And the software may not catch that part because it just doesn't know. Yeah. So I would say that's where software can help you, can keep you organized. It can leverage off of historical data. It can allow you to make those one-off changes. A lot of the cash flow software I've seen allow you to do these things like these what-ifs. Like what if we sold this asset? What if we paid down our debt? Kind of those things that are outside the norm that you could plan for using their tools. We've talked a lot about getting paid faster. I don't want to spend a ton of time on right. that just because like, we have a whole episode on a yep. couple of them now on that that talk about that. But w- when you're looking at, okay, getting paid faster will increase revenue, and, I mean, that's always going to help your cash flow. Yep. What a, is there things you're looking at, like ratios or numbers for, like, debt management or – like you know, like I'm just thinking that saying that same scenario, right? Where you're like, okay, I've got a net 90 yeah. invoice being paid, but I know I've got to take on debt. Yeah, look, like, obviously, look at your current ratio. Current ratio is simply what is you divide your current assets, and I'll define that in a second, by your current liabilities. You want that to be more than one. So your current ratio, what is is that so like current, a, t- a vocabulary term? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very simple metric people use to measure how how much liquidity they have. Okay. Your current assets being cash, accounts receivable, things you can quickly convert to cash. Obviously, cash is cash. Accounts receivable presumably will be cash, right? And you take that and you say, okay, how is that compared to the amount of debt I have that I have to pay in the short term? Accounts payable, credit cards, payroll taxes, sales tax, the current portion of my 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 notes, the note, the the, the principal portion of my notes that I will have to pay in that same time frame. That's the that's the key metric you need to be looking at in cash flow in terms of, okay, we've done all this, but how where am I going? Because that's going to ultimately tell the story. If you've got one hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash and AR accounts receivable, but you have two hundred fifty thousand in credit card debt, sales tax, line of credit, the the note payments that are coming up in the next twelve months or ne- or next three months, four months, whatever your time frame is, then that's a red flag. Right. You want that to be one them equal obviously yeah but you want to have a nice cushion there right debt on just exasperates i can't say that word (laughs) debt makes that worse yes right yeah okay so in that same scenario you'd the the formula is like do you do it like a date like the next 60 days i've got this in what did you call it well the current assets i just say just look at your balance sheet right now and just say hey of my of what i have that's cash or will be soon what it what does that look like compared to the things that will demand my cash, mm-hmm. my debts? Yeah, yeah. And then you wouldn't want to go. You wouldn't want to get more debt, short term debt. Yeah, you. That gap, yeah, that that's already is. if that's already flipped, meaning it's less than one, right? So mm-hmm. let's just put some numbers to it. One hundred fifty thousand of current assets, two hundred fifty thousand of current liabilities. That's a point six. Well, that's not good. <laughs> Okay. And if you're also not profitable, you're just dividing one number. Just divide one number by the other. If you're also not profitable, that number is going to get worse, right? How do you meet on? How do you meet a net loss? Mm. You have to fund it with something. Generally, it's debt. Yeah. So, or it's equity, and then your equity is getting diluted. So that's a really you asked me for a good a metric. That's yeah. a really good one. A current ratio. Um, but again, profitability. Just looking at that, like, could you dig yourself out of a hole when your current ratio is bad? Yeah. If you're very profitable, 
right? Mm -hmm. But ultimately, the current ratio should be a function of that. Ultimately, down the road, that should turn positive if you continually make money and don't take it, take it out of the company, right? Yeah. Okay. So and so your equity is another great place to look to. Your equity should be growing. All right. Define that. Equity is just is very simply. Because I think people are, it might be, I know I tend to, I have to switch gears because I hear equity first and I think Shark Tank. Like I want a percentage of your company. I know that's right. not what you're talking right, about. Right, right. You're talking about equity on the balance sheet. Correct. But in practical terms, help us get there. Equity get is there. simply your assets minus your liabilities. It's what's left over. So uh, it's, think of it no different in your house, right? The equity in your house should be growing, Right in the sense that you're paying down the house and it's either staying the same in value or going up, right? The, the asset cost, the asset value minus the liability is the equity. No different in your business, right? That should be going up, presuming you're not taking every dollar of profit out of the company. And in fact, as your company grows, you need more left in your business to weather cash flow storms, right? It's the reason there's the biggest component of equity is called retained earnings, I don't know if you, it yeah, presupposes, that, it yeah. presupposes you retain earnings, meaning you keep them in the company to pay for things, unforeseen circumstances. Is that just a fancy way to say savings? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you could say your retained earnings are, is a historical view of the amount of profits you've made that you did not take out. Okay. So as you get bigger and your expenses get larger, you would want to have more retained earnings because any jolt to your Revenue is going gonna, is gonna to mean that your cash is going to start to get taken, right? Meaning you're less profitable and you need to weather the storm better. And that's where having equity just means your assets are more than your liabilities. So I'm saying kind of bouncing around all the ways, but I'm giving people some kind of key metrics like current ratio. Is your equity growing? If your equity is not growing, why? Is it because you, are, you take every dollar out of the company? That could be fixed if you're a sole owner. Mm-hmm. You don't need every dollar out of the company. You could leave more in. That's a quick way to make your equity grow. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the less you take out, the more cash you have in the bank. Mm-hmm. That's a quick fix, but that's a conversation. But if your equity is a little more complex, you've got multiple owners, you've got investors, that's a different story as to how you can manipulate your equity. Yeah, but so like a professional service company compared to like somebody in manufacturing, yeah. that equity is going to look a lot different, right? Am I understand that? Like. I wouldn't say it looks a lot different. Um, but like it would, the mix would be different. Like equity for a company could be buildings, trucks. Well, you're you're saying what assets. are the assets? What are the assets that make up your value? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to. No, I would I'm trying say, to make sure I understand. No, equity is equity. equity. Growing. Equity is equity. Well, certain people have different assets. Certain people have more fixed assets than not. But at the end of the day, your equity should be growing. Okay. And that would be a sign of a healthy, profitable company. Right. I guess I'm just not clear on what, like that, like how, what does that mean compared to just saying your business should be growing? Well, okay. So if your business is growing, but you take every dollar out of the company, your equity would not grow. Okay. So like, let's give a very simple example. Let's just say the company profited a hundred dollars. That would be, and and you, that's the only thing it did from day one. Uh-huh. Start a company and make hundred dollars. Equity stand. Equity be a hundred. If you then went and said, "Oh, I'm going to take the hundred dollars in this example out of the cash register and put it in my pocket," now your equity is none. So to grow that snowball stand, you got to do one of two things: you got to leave equity in the business or go borrow some money, right? 
Okay. And so that's my point is that as your business grows, the equity you have in it should grow because it, because if you just grow with debt and all of a sudden things happen and they don't, it's to your point, it's a savings account to the, to the extent you start to grow and things happen where you become less profitable or even lose money, then your debt payments are harder to make mm-hmm. really a lot harder to make. If you've yeah. got money you've left in the business, you can weather the storm. Right. Yeah. So you can man, you can get through cash flow crunches. You can be a little bit more. Prepared it's no different than if you at your house. How do you get through a cash flow crunch when you lose your job? Yeah. You've got savings. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's something you should be monitoring, or you should be both monitoring and thinking profitability, ahead of time. current ratio. So very the, the simplistic cash flow modeling. Great. Know if you're profitable. That can mean. The profitability will tell you, can you withstand a short-term cash flow crunch? The guy who pays you in 90 days when you have to pay your contractors in 30, perfect example. And then monitoring, okay, over the long haul, how are we doing? Do we, are we, do we have assets to meet our current obligations? Like right now, if, if everything's shut down, could we pay off all the vendors? Could we pay the sales tax? Mm-hmm. That's a good indicator. And then your equity should be growing as your top-line revenue grows. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Thanks for your. Uh, I mean, I felt like I'm the. Uh, You're ready to Michael go. Michael Scott on when, on the office when he's like Oscar's <laughs> explaining a surplus. You've ever seen that? Explain it to me like I'm a five year old. Right. I'm not sure I did that, but well, it's complex. It was but, helpful. Yeah. All right. Well, good deal. So those are some things that you need to be looking out for if you're trying to manage your cash flow. Um, and uh, yeah, like all the rest of the advice, you can find it at mirror.group. Yep. And uh, find all the other episodes there, as well as get in touch with the, uh, the Mirror Group and contact Marcus there as well. So, all right, guys. Till next time.